Alright. The obsession with true crime is specifically murder. Uh, why do we hope for it? Greetings, people of Earth. Earthlings, maybe. Welcome to another episode of PGTV. It's me, it's me, it's your boy JP. And as always, joined by the uh, the PGTV crew. Uh, it's DJ and Daddy Zan. Guys, how y'all doing today? I'm doing good. <laughs> I thought maybe DJ would talk first, but that's fine. No, I just wanted to... You thought that I would talk for a second? You know, it, it just it sometimes it just happens that way. You know, sometimes we we talk a lot, and sometimes we talk a little. And uh, today, as you guys can probably tell out in uh, uh, the audience, if, if there is such a thing as an audience, um, we sound a little different today. We got a little bit of a different setup. Um, I am not in my regular place. He's uh, in a coffin. Used, I'm not uh, sitting next to the guy. Part of the ship. Yeah, we killed him, and he's in. Yeah, he's yeah. He's talking to us from the ether. It's like he's still here. Yeah, yeah. So like I've got a little bit him. of a, a little improv setup here, but uh, we'll make do, and it's going to be great. And we're here to bring you another great week of PGTV. As always, thank you to Carl Casey at White Bat Audio for that amazing, amazing intro song. Uh, today we're going to be talking BoJack Horseman. Um, have you seen it? I haven't. Are, are we going we'll to talk about BoJack Horseman? Uh, we're getting uh, we're getting some uh, content creators, uh, and also we're going into some true crime uh, because I've uh, I've I've got some uh, uh, personal experience with uh, like the true crime obsession. Not that I was ever obsessed with true crime, but people around me. And I think that'd be kind of cool. I think it'd be kind of cool to talk about that. And, you know, as always, I would be nothing without these amazing folks. It's DJ and Daddy Zan. Zandra, DJ, you guys uh, you guys holding it down over in, uh, in the home studio? Throwing it back. As always. Yeah. As always. So, guys, uh, first things first, we always do it. Weekly check-in. How's your week? How's your week? been a it's been a week and it's only tuesday man you're telling me i totally feel that uh what about you dj yeah you know uh this week's been uh it's been all right uh, you know i've just been uh it's weird i was it's like you ever start a new hobby and you just like it's like no. being a baby Did right you start out 3D the printing? yeah so i like i'm like now getting the programs and like learning like i'm basically a baby that's been thrown into a pool <laughs> and like <laughs> Isn't so, that just like point and click though? Like what 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 all what all do you have to do as far as like three D printing? <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, so it's basically like you got to figure out like tension, and got to figure out like supports. So like some parts will not print properly if they are not supported, and uh, it's like also like what type of uh, filament you're using, what you're printing with, bed leveling. It's a whole bunch of stuff that I really don't understand yet, but I'm super excited, you know. Because that means once I like get it yeah. down, it's gonna be a really fun process to like make stuff. How much are you? So charge? what do you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm, I, it depends on the market. I can make like little knickknacks, like a little plastic. Like let's say like I can make like a coat rack or something. I you can just screw onto the wall. 
And a I little can, figurine, yeah. a coat rack. <laughs> <laughs> a little figurine of a coat rack. I'll sell that. <laughs> I'll sell figurines of like homemade objects. See, it's like isn't you, that just like a, a coat <laughs> hanger? I'll sell a figurine of a little lamp, but it's going to be on a stand. So it's going to be a lamp on its own stand. And it's going to be like a little figurine. I'm like, I want $30 for this. And if you People don't give it, I'll be <laughs> the, like, the, the tag just says lamp on a stand, $30. <laughs> you know what the worst part is? Some people like really like they paint it, they sand it down. No, I'm not doing that. It's going to come how it is. If you don't want to pay $30 for it, fuck you. How much would you charge for, say, a little bat figurine? A little bat figurine? I don't know. Like I, I, I wonder who's gonna get that. Nobody would get that. I think nobody uh, would get a little bat figurine. You know what's funny? What's I actually, the thing? I actually heard something the other day. Did you know, like the Batman from the his debut in Detective Comics? That version of the Batman is gonna be released into the public domain soon. Hell yeah. So like yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, like apparent. It's not like the DC, the Batman we all know, but it's gonna be like that or, original you don't know incarnation. What Batman, I know. <laughs> yeah, oh, I wonder if uh, sorry, it'll happen kind of like how uh, how Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, uh, there was like that horror movie of Winnie the Pooh. I, give me a, a scary Batman, you know, like Batman but Jeepers Creepers. Oh, <laughs> or Jeepers Creepers, but it's Batman. They have made a Scooby Doo movie with Batman. I'm pretty sure, like. Don't quote me on no, that. No, I'm positive. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, yeah. They, you're, they also, you're right. They also you're made one with right like about that. John Cena and like The Miz. The Miz is in a Scooby Doo movie. They made movie. two of those. Yeah, they made a couple. Yeah, they made two wrestling ones. Uh, Supernatural. They made one with Supernatural. Apparently. Why are you looking at me while you say? Because I looked at him the last time I said wrestling. I'm I'm just alternating back and forth between who I'm looking okay. at. Okay. So yeah, I didn't you like Supernatural though, Zan? No. <laughs> I got through the oh, first four seasons, and I was like, this is stupid. You, you definitely, you, you put off big Supernatural vibes. Don't take that as an insult. He or said you it. do, I don't care. You do, you do put off Supernatural vibes. <laughs> what, would Okay, would it be, so a, guys, would it be uh, offensive for me to say... Is it because I'm a little goth? <laughs> no, would it be offensive to say, like, you look like a CW aficionado? <laughs> you, you look like you watched all 10 seasons of arrow <laughs> like the river like riverdale i feel like you know a lot more about riverdale than oh, i do oh yeah she she you yeah, know she 100 does put off those riverdale if you guys need to know sandra's sandra's nodding because i was because i was partially right i'm not a cw aficionado but i do like to unironically ironically watch riverdale <laughs> listen you don't know the triumphs and tribulations of high school football. <laughs> okay? You don't. It's the epic highs and lows. Epic highs and lows. Excuse me. I'm not I need a <laughs> I, need, I need to shine up on my Riverdale history, but uh you know, yeah, so what? Everyone's weeks have been pretty solid at least. Yeah, no? man. So far so good. Can't really complain too much. Uh so what now that we've got our weeks kind of like, you know, in order, or at least as as in order as you can for a Tuesday. Sandra, explain to me what does enjoying Bojack Horseman as a red flag mean? So, I saw on Instagram um, a bunch of women being like, "If you like Bojack Horseman, that's a red flag for me." And I was like, "Why? That's if they stupid." Don't like Bojack Horseman. If you do like Bojack Horseman. Okay. Okay. If I said don't, I did not mean to. 
I mean, I don't know. Like, I would, I get it. I get it. I get why, it, I get why liking Explain a specific. Explain it to me. No, I get why liking a specific show is a red flag. Because, like, yeah, it just says yeah, a lot I mean, about you're, you. You're going to think of Rick, Rick and Morty, right? No. Yeah, we, we, we like, the, the Rick and Morty audience fandom, I can totally get why people would be like, oh, you like Rick and Morty? Because usually when people are like, hey, I like this thing, they're like, oh, I've, I've made it basically my entire personality, you know? That's two and, different things. Uh, you can tell when someone yeah, has made yeah, yeah, something yeah. their entire personality, but just, like, enjoying a show... They're like, yeah, I like BoJack Horseman. I watch it. I've seen it a couple times. That's totally different. And just enjoying it in that vein shouldn't be a red flag. What's that one J-pop band or a K-pop band? The big one. Like BTS? BTS? Yeah. BTS fan. I feel like if you're a hardcore oh. fan of BTS, that's if a red you're flag. BTS army, yeah. Yeah. Like but that's if you're a... like my second mom, nah, she's chill. I... <laughs> That's Paige's wait, mom. Wait, did, I thought with, you were going to oh, be like okay. my... Right, right. I, I, I thought you were talking about like a warranty replacement or something. <laughs> I fucking wish. I thought you were talking about like... <laughs> yeah. I thought you were referring to one of us as your second mom. <laughs> I was like, whoa. The last one was... Excuse me, the last one was broke. Do you mind giving me either... You send me a refund or send me a replacement. I don't, the last I don't, one was abusive. I'd like a replacement, please. Oh. <laughs> no. The last one was defective. <laughs> Anyway, broken slash damaged. Yeah, big nat- uh big Bang Theory fans. Ah, uh, oh, I feel, I feel like because they're I feel like they're pretentious. The ones that are like obsessed with Sheldon, okay. for sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. If you're like, Wait, I love the Big Bang Theory like and Young Sheldon. Yes. Yeah. Red flag. <laughs> I like Young Sheldon's dad. He's a pretty that cool says dude. I've seen Young Sheldon. Huh? Have you? Yeah, anyone that's seen Young Sheldon, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I see the clips on, like, TikTok, and the problem with TikTok clips, uh, especially, like, when you get clips of, like, movies or shows, is you just get into a rabbit hole if you want to watch the whole one. So that yes. way you can understand, like, I've what's going on. I've done that so on. many times. But, like, I get with, with Young Sheldon, it's always, like, something stupid, like, about brisket or about, oh, Sheldon didn't do the taxes right. And I don't know, whatever the noise the brother makes. Ha, doggy! You know? What I didn't ta- even know he had a brother. He does. Sheldon has, has a brother I knew he and had a hot sister. sister. Is it Weldon? Whoa. In the Big Bang Theory, okay, she's hot. Okay, I was about to say, if you're talking about in young Sheldon, no, that's a problem. I'm not a predator. No. No, let, yeah, let's make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about in Big Bang no Theory. No Preds. But, no, like... <laughs> no Preds. No Preds? Well, I mean, we're technically in... We're close enough to Nashville and the Nashville Predators, the NHL team. So oh if, my we said, God. if we said go Preds, that wouldn't totally be wrong here. But anyway. Get out yeah. of here with your sports talk. No, uh, but I mean, what's the... what? Go what, sports. I've never... Have you ever watched BoJack Horseman, JP? No. Uh, okay. Right, and right, you right, need right, to change right. that. Right, so, 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 okay. <laughs> so, here. Okay. So, the thing is, I've seen some of it. But have I watched it to where I'd be like, oh, I uh, have watched it? No. I've seen maybe an episode, some clips here and there. There, There's like a, a couple of like really emotional speeches that are like super depressing. 
and I've seen those because everyone always shares that type of stuff now. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't really sat down and went through and watched all of BoJack Horseman or even some of it, to be completely honest. Maybe an episode two, uh, maybe a couple clips if they pop up on like YouTube shorts as I'm trying to find something. You watch YouTube but shorts, what? that's a red flag. YouTube, that's a, yeah, that's a red flag. <laughs> You know who watches YouTube Shorts? Sorry. My eight-year-old cousin, <laughs> and Cops. that's because that's Cops. because his parents have parental restrictions on there that they can control. No, uh, so what is BoJack Horseman? I don't get like the concept. I don't. I've never been exposed to it besides like the few things JP mentioned. So, so it's, yeah. it's an animated show about um, a horse named BoJack Horseman. Whoa. Obviously, whoa. Um, that's crazy. He's like a middle-aged, washed-up actor who's kind of coasting on the fame of a sitcom he did early in his career, which was called Horsin' Around. Is that so? Is it Charlie? Is this character supposed to be Charlie Sheen? Uh, not quite that freaky. Charlie Sheen did a lot of things. Charlie Sheen was okay. Wildin'. Okay, Bojack what? just like parties a lot because he's too de- like too depressed. And to care and also like not able to take responsibility for himself mm-hmm. because he's like in the mindset of an early 20 year old. So, and that's the show. It's just like, it's like his little wacky adventures, him like trying to get better, not really having the resources to do so until later in the season when he has more friends and support and uh, like some shit happens in his career to where he basically like cannot act. So that kind of, Helps too. I don't want to say too much without giving away big plot points. So, like, why would someone view a BoJack Horseman fan as a red flag? Like, in your eyes, why would that be the connection? So he can, like, BoJack can be really abusive and toxic, which is kind of the reason for all of the conflict in the show. It's him. He's Mm -hmm. at the center of it. So I guess people are like, if you can, like, identify with a show with a character like that, then, like, you're probably toxic and abusive. But I feel like that's a false equivalence. But, so would you say, like, BoJack Horseman is along the same, like, character lines as, um, like, House, Sherlock, those, like, intellectual characters that are, like... No, because he's not an intellectual. He's not an intellectual, but his talent, or better yet, his talent... I, w- I uh, would say... I, I would say that he definitely puts off like house vibes, but he's not, he's definitely not smart. But like acting yeah, he chops? He's like, like a little like a, like arrogant a sometimes, dude. but he's not quite on the level house is like, Bojack does not give a shit about himself. I oh, okay. think house like sees himself as self-righteous. I Listen, I've been watching a lot of house lately. Yeah, I can tell. And um, I wouldn't say that i just say self-righteous kind of i think he just wants to be right i think it's just that it's not like that grandiose of self-righteousness i think it's just he wants to be right and that is like the only it's thing it's been that a matters. while since i've seen how so maybe my recollection of it is a little this past episode he played air guitar rated. with his cane so i mean i i don't even know what house is anymore. so he's just god i guess when you say this past episode you mean like the episode that aired 10 years ago that you're just, now getting to? <laughs> just yeah that i just got to. <laughs> in like season two yeah the one that the one that just dropped on netflix this is literally the episode that just dropped in my queue so we're we're doing pretty good 
Now, like, JP, can you think of any other media that you would find as a red flag? Could it be like a band? Could it be Bush? <laughs> Could it be Bush? Could it be Creed? I don't think- oh. uh, no. No. Maybe. No, I wouldn't think of it as like a red flag. Um, well, are we talking like gen- like just general fans? Or are we talking about like uh like obsessed stan culture? Because like, oh, like there's Newsmax. I think you I, can look I, at I it know. as like either the artist is really problematic or their fans are really problematic. Then I would go with like uh, whatever that band was that I asked about uh, the K-pop band that got super big. BTS. BTS because they're. They've gotten super problematic to the point where, like, all their bots will basically go. Um, I saw one where uh, apparently uh, one of the dudes from Big Time Rush just did not know who uh, BTS was or, like, one of those bands. And he got swarmed with hate. Yeah. Because he said it sounded like a girl. Apparently, a lot of BTS ARMY has been exposed to, like, gas leaks in their living conditions, which is part Mm -hmm. of why they're so insane. (laughs) What? There's like entire Twitter threads on it that I've like <laughs> found, and it's crazy. What? That they just had like a slow gas crazy. leak. They're damaged. <laughs> yeah, they're just inhaling these fucking fumes. That's not real. I I can't. What? Because a lot of them are in college. If your dorm has a gas leak and no one knows, you know what? Uh, here here's one. I'll I'll say this because uh, I've recently been on like a little binge of internet documentaries. Um, it's the Triforce of shows of Doctor Who, Supernatural, and... Um, you mean Super Who Lock? Yeah, Super Who Lock. That's terrible. I don't want anything to do with that. I feel like that's a red flag for me, specifically, me personally. If you're into the whole trio, yeah. Like, I feel like if Super Who Lock is, like, what you define yourself as, yeah. Oh, for that's sure. A, that's a problem. Like, I like I'm Sherlock. glad that part of Tumblr is dead. Like, I like Sherlock. I did like Sherlock, yeah, Sherlock when I was around. Good. And then I liked Matt Smith's Doctor Who. But okay. that was about it. I never watched, oh, who's the person before him? Person, David Tennant? David Tennant. I didn't watch a lot of his run because um, it was just wasn't available. But yeah, I would say Super Who Lock. You I've know. only seen like one episode of Doctor Who. I've been meaning to change that, but I always forget. <laughs> it's like, I've, I've just- Star Trek and Firefly are first. I've like have two Ooh, episodes. I've got one. Who? Or what? Sports fans. <laughs> Whoa. But sports like, fans. No, 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 no. But not like just regular sports fans like you, Dakota. That's not that's not even like what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is like sports fans. You know? Like Are you I ain't drinking like- no Bud Light because it turned my baseball gay. Like stuff like that. They you know? Which that gay. is less sports fans and more just like idiots. So yeah, I don't know. Being dumb is a red flag. It's Can it's we say that it's Does really that count. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really interesting because like when you look through the demographics of um, like sports fans, you'll find like obviously more of that like ideology is further south. What's funny though is like especially uh, specifically in college sports, that's where like most of the good programs are. Like your Alabamas, your Georgias, your Clemsons are mainly in the south. And it's really funny that, like, they are so, their fans are so feral with, like, their love of it, love of it. But it's like they can't be disproved. They can't have, like, they can't be brought down because their teams are so good. And it's like, it's a really weird thing where it's like you go up and you're like, oh, uh, 
University of uh, Las Vegas is a terrible team. Not very good. But when you go like to Alabama, it's like, oh, they're they they have a great college football program. Their fans are the worst people ever. So it's really funny how like that sports fans that you were just talking about mainly re- mainly reside in like the South. Never. Well, seen, yeah. Like, so do we. So that that definitely has some sort of correlation. You might be onto something, is what I'm saying. I mean, I think the exception. Trying to give you your just do. I mean, the exception may be Philadelphia because Philadelphia is just violent Ugh. all the time. Their fans are always violent. Screw Philly. Yeah. Screw Philly. Screw the Eagles. Have you seen? Hey, I don't know anything I, about hey, sports. Screw I, the Eagles. I'm an Eagles fan. Don't say that. It's, we're gonna screw, screw the Eagles and all of their fans. We're gonna be okay. That's a lot of work. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Might catch something. Um, but yeah, no. Have you seen make something fans. new? Ooh. Whoa. Ooh. <laughs> Whoa. Um. Yeah. Co- COVID twenty three right there. Have you seen where I ninety five in Philly actually uh. Like a highway no, I've never, broke down. Like it no, just collapsed. No, I've never been to Philly. No, so like Oh, like that that's like in the news? Yeah. Like right now? Yeah, like that's an crazy. Like an entire yeah, interstate anybody, uh, collapsed. Everybody make it? No. A lot a few people died. I think a few people got hurt. Oh. It's not funny. They they got owies? Yeah. It's not funny. Okay, people got hurt. I'm so I'm any, not laughing. So anyway, um, I-95 in Philadelphia uh, broke down, and, um, you know, it was uh, stop laugh. Okay, I'm going to gonna say it one more time, and don't laugh, okay, JP? What? Don't laugh. Don't laugh when I say this, okay? I'm going to talk about it. Don't laugh. All right. People got turned into Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> JP, stop. What? <laughs> That's not funny. All right. With cheese whiz or provolone? Wait, so but, but all right, cheese whiz obviously because they had no class. Uh, <laughs> Look at me. I'm gonna say this one more time. People, I'm sorry. Philly cheesesteak should never have cheese whiz. I know that that's like the way, quote unquote, the way that it's made. Don't don't come at me with that. Thirteen dollars for some freaking cheese whiz on a on some steakums. They don't do that. Get they don't here. put cheese whiz on a Philly. Get che- out of that's here. That's not the cheese. Yes, no, they that, do. That's like that's that's a thing. I think yeah. it's New Jersey yeah, style or something like that. Okay, then that's New Jersey style. That okay, ain't but a... other fucking no, people no, no, up no. north do it too. Okay, but up north is yeah, not Philly. Yeah, no, don't, don't. Philly is Philly. You give me Philly steak, onions, Is Philadelphia peppers, not in the northern on a, U.S.? On a sub roll. Yes, but you're saying that all of up Philly north is Philly. That's not what I said. And that's what you're implying. No. Okay, anyway, there is an interstate and it collapsed and a lot of people got hurt. <laughs> got him! <laughs> <laughs> I hit the wrong button. <laughs> anyway, no, but it um, there was an interview with this guy, and he's like, "Man, Philly's just had a tough break today. Broke a tough break this year. Lost the World Series, lost the Super Bowl. Now I ninety five goes down. It's just not been our year. So Philly has not been doing great this year. Where, where did where did you see that? It was on the news. You know, like dude, news? and see, and that that's that's kind of going into exactly what we were about to start talking about is these content creators using tragedies for views. He was and like with you it was it was news. You know, like with, with what you're talking about, that was news. <laughs> However, it's like when we get into like social media and stuff, obviously the things that are people that people are going to be coming back to are things that are uh like not traumatic to see, but like they just have like some sort of like importance to them and something different like a bridge collapsing or like I'm seeing in here like uh, uh, 
like the this YouTube family that posts about their dying dog and all this stuff, trying to get like views monetized or uh, trying to get their videos monetized through more views and stuff like that. Like I don't know, it, it's it's like uh, it's an issue of like sickness. I feel at this point as like not only like sickness as a society, which is like really funny for us to say on a podcast that we're trying to eventually get to like you know do something with, but like. With us, it's like we're just doing it for the, for the passion. We're doing it for the for the love of the game. You know, we're out here playing street ball. We're not in the NBA, so it's like I I, I don't know. I I don't know how how like we can go from oh hey this thing happened to oh no this bad thing happened, but give us money because we want your eyeballs. Well, you know, one, like I, I don't know where, where like the ethical line is there. Well, one of know? the examples that I uh, put in our little like show notes was when Chrissy Teigen, um, when uh, she had her miscarriage, um, you know, complication with pregnancy. They posted a lot of photos on Instagram, obviously like, hey, really tragic. We lost our baby. It was super sad, but it was like, what well, you know, they were professionally taken photos. And it looks like really high production. And I'm like, I get like you can put out a statement being like, hey, this happened. But I feel like posting it and like making it a, you know, it's obviously a huge deal for you personally. But getting that amount of like views and like the amount of attention, I don't know. There's something kind of grimy about it. I wouldn't, I don't know if I would have done the same thing, you know. I, I also wouldn't say that Chrissy Teigen is the one that you want to turn to for like you know the paragon of like morality and like good behavior you yeah, know I vaguely nothing against remember Chrissy, her like but you trashing know. someone across the internet and like basically ruining their life yeah but like yeah exactly and that's like the whole thing that we, we've been talking about these past couple of weeks with like cancel culture and shit where it's like people just have no no sense of like there's no sense one but it's like it, it, it's it's really just disheartening because there's a lot of people that look up to people like her unfortunately because they're just in the public eye and just by being in the public eye people are going to look up to you and well, it's I mean, up most to people, people are looking like up to her you. because of john legend let's just be clear because john legend makes great music makes great music no yeah Chrissy john Teigen legend is great and she she was. is she, she was a model right if I'm not mistaken, she's a model. Don't know. I think, yeah. I don't know if he made it. Yeah, she's a model and John Legend's wife. Yeah, I believe. And uh, yeah, I like. I'm. I hate. Look, you made your money doing that. Then cool. You know, nothing wrong with it. But also, like, just realize that there's normal ass people out here with like day jobs. They got to grind a nine to five. You know, like nobody. It's not that nobody wants to see that because, like, yeah, there are people in the world that are, like, going through uh, uh, issues with, like, pregnancy and miscarriage and stuff. And, like, having people that are that in the open, you know, to be able to kind of share their views and be like, this is normal. Like, it's okay to feel these feelings and, like, you feel bad and all that stuff. Cool. Uh, like, it's kind of like what you were saying, Dakota, is, like, uh, I don't have a problem with that. But what I have a problem with is, like, these glamorized pictures like all this stuff. If you're wanting to make it an emotional moment, make it an emotional moment. Don't do it for clout or don't do it for the gram. You know, like I'm not trying to. I don't know how to say this, but it's like <laughs> if you have an uh, a miscarriage and your first 
like thought is hey, how can I put this up on social media? You probably should like not put that up on social media. Like, you know, it's you probably like, like take a second for yourself and like just fucking think. I don't know, like like try and be like, what is right in the scenario? But I'm not here to shame anybody on what they're going through in a very like a very personal moment. So I mean, it's like I I want to be like I you that's not right but at the same time i did not go through that and if that's her way of coping then you know it's 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 a, it's a touchy subject because it's a very real thing you know like like a miscarriage is no joke like that shit will scar you you know and you got to be able to kind of process that whichever way you can and if this is her way of doing it then you know whatever but it's just it's not like like what you were saying i just i i personally don't think that that's like the best way to go about that yeah, like, um, there are ways to handle, like, loss, you know, especially on, like, social media. Like, I see when, you know, like, a family member, like, on Facebook, you know, passes. You see, like, they'll ma- uh, they're, like, a sibling will make a post. It'll be old pictures of them. It's like, hey, just so you know, like, this past, you know, this past morning, so-and-so passed away, and we're super heartbroken about it, and we just thought we'd let our family and friends know. And then there's ways, like, doing it like that, and then it's like, you know, some of these, like, uh, content creators, they'll go out, they'll make a spectacle of it. Like, they'll, you know, post, uh, I think I saw one where it's like, you know, uh, those family YouTubers, like, they'll be, it's a, they're YouTubers, but it's like their family content, you know, it's showing all, like, their family and the daily lives. It'll be like the, one of their children going through, like, a very personal moment of, like, you know, development, or, like, maybe they... Uh, something bad happened to them at school, like they got bullied or something. And their first instinct is to put a camera on them and showcase this moment where this child is vulnerable and obviously upset and emotional and put it out there for the world to see. And it's like, you know, you can say like, say locally on Facebook, you can be like, hey, you know, my son just, or my, my son, my daughter, whoever just got bullied. We're really upset about it. And, you know, you can ask for like thoughts, you know, advice, whatever. But then there's like making a YouTube video about it, getting it monetized, gaining money from it. I don't know. I don't think those two are the same thing. I think one is definitely more gracious than the other. And one is obviously more kind of slimy, more, you know, using your kids for clout, using them for monetary gain rather than, like, being there for them as, you know, a parent or a guardian. So, I don't know. I, I We're getting to the point where, like, uh, the use of, like, content creation, people are wanting to be content creators so much, they're willing to push those bounds a lot. It's really kind of sad to see where all that's heading. It's really unfortunate. Yeah, and it's like, I I don't know how I feel about this these, like, influencer families. Um like I, I know you guys probably don't uh, venture onto the YouTube Kids app uh, a lot, but my daughter does every all the day. Time. That's like every day. That's like basically all that she watches, and um, so I've noticed that there's like maybe three, three different families that she watches. One is like the Ryan's World, right? So it's like a little Ryan kid and his dad and his mom, and they basically let the kid do whatever he wants. And he gets to put it up on YouTube and like, they're like, today we're going to go blow up the balloon or something. I I don't know. Like they're, they're going to go do something. And he's like, okay, cool. Like go do it. And they go do it. And he's like, make sure you ask your parents for permission. And like, they're trying, I guess, but between that and then there's one where it's like, 
a woman and her best friend. I'm assuming that they both had like either failed marriages or they never got married or something, but uh, they're friends that live together and they have each their own like families. Right. So it's like, I think one of them has like a daughter and a son and the other one's got like a daughter and they like all live within the same house and they all shoot content. Like that's like their thing. Like that's the only thing that they do. Right. And I'm sure that there's something else, you know, because there's, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, I know that people are out there as YouTube influencers, but like you, these people have like a multi-million dollar house somewhere in like the West. And yeah, like th there's got to be something else going on there that they're not talking about. But anyway, so these families, they'll do like uh, uh, YouTube content and stuff like that. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I know that you can do whatever and you can do anything you want, but I don't think that that's like the bet, the most realistic thing to be portraying for uh, early childhood development, you know, because that stuff is very like it's rare for it to work out like in that way, you know, so I, I don't know. Like I've got a I've got a bone to pick with those like influencer families and stuff like that. People are just like get sponsored to go on trips because they're pretty looking or whatever, you know, it's just it's something weird. And I think it definitely does something to the people watching the videos definitely does something to the especially the kids that are watching those videos. Um, yeah. I wish I had a better end to that point, but uh yeah. Well, I mean, like, we really don't have a huge, um, a huge, like, pool of, like, the results of being exposed to that kind of, like, attention. Like, you know, like, childhood actors, we don't have a really big pool of, like, the end result of it. Like, you're, you know, you're Justin Bieber's, you're Macaulay Culkin's who have been exposed and popular um, at such an early age and like how that affected their development. And obviously these YouTube families, it has to have some similar effect on the children to where like they don't, they obviously won't have like what we deem a normal life is. And so their experience is going to be different. And we don't know if that's like for the better or for the worse, but I don't know. Xandra, you've been pretty quiet. Do you want to weigh in here? Hmm? I mean, I don't want to interrupt you guys. No, like, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't feel like know. she's holding stuff back. Have have we been cutting her off this entire time? I can't tell. She's not on camera. What? There I you told go. you this mic was a better angle. Was it? Yes. Oh. oh. You just don't oh. listen. Oh, look at that. that mic. Yeah. It's now now I can't see uh I can't see Deej now. The Deej. But anyway, so so okay, Zandra. Uh-huh. Uh How much family content what? do you watch? None, but I don't think they should exist. At all. At all. I think... And why, why do you think so? The internet is a much different place for children than TV or movies are. Because the internet is, can be accessed by literally anyone. And um, especially through YouTube, kids are a lot more accessible. And we've already seen predators on YouTube... Like the whole Spider-Man and Elsa, like inappropriate content that was all over YouTube Kids a couple years ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah, what man. a I, deep cut. That is not a deep cut for me. I think about that a lot. It's like every day in the mirror. Because it like pisses half. me off. Um, oh gosh. I didn't even know that was a whole predator ring thing. I thought it was I thought it was just like weird content, but it sold well to children. 
I never even thought about it like in that aspect. It was literally like Spider-Man impreg- impregnating Elsa and shit. Yeah, but it was always like that's not for kids. It's not. <laughs> but for but I don't think what they never went like too far over the line. There were there were no, like, like comments uh, they're, from they're, kids and they were like responding inappropriate stuff and YouTube didn't really do anything about it and wow. I kind of like it kind of fell off in my circle of the internet so I don't know what mm. it's like now but that shit could happen tomorrow. Worst shit could happen tomorrow because of family channels and predators on the internet. And yeah, I mean, I. And I also, kids shouldn't be monetized. Like, I understand. Yeah. I kind of understand kids in TV and movies because, like, someone's got to play those roles. No, just just make them just short people. Or just, just Peter Dinklage adults. play all the kids. That would be kind of funny. But also, no, but like, like Steve Buscemi playing don't like a baby. Him. Give me, give me Peter Dinklage, full beard, playing a child. Like, I want it. And nobody, nobody says, oh, look at this bearded child. They just treat him like a regular kid. I specifically. Yeah, like, sorry, Xander brought up a uh, point about, like, this kid's YouTube thing. Like, um, I I don't want to talk too loudly about it because my kid is in the background. I'm sure you guys already heard her. But, um there is a uh like a youtube channel that was called like fuzzy wuzzy something or another right i haven't seen it like i watched one video and was like okay well this is getting blocked on everything right yeah. and it's like this little demonic puppet it's like a demonic sesame street basically and i mean demonic as in like not like worshiping the devil i mean like demonic as in like these are like felt puppets that have like jagged sharp teeth and they talk about like eating your mom because she like yells at you and stuff like that and there are kids like i know uh a person i I don't want to say too much but i know a person who's got some kids and those kids are constantly wearing like these the the merch from this show and it's like I, I don't i don't like you are a single parent like what are you what are you doing are you advocating for your kids to like kill you like what what's the deal but um yeah yes yes it was Sandra. okay <laughs> you have figured it out <laughs> sorry um, guys there's a little bit of a uh behind the scenes production yeah behind the scenes magic a little we're bts telepathic. magic if you will you know and then we're right back to bts as a red flag yeah. You know, because that's what that's what you get when you tune into PGTV. You get a whole bunch of cyclical conversation that ends us back up exactly where we began. Well and speaking of ending up exactly where we began. Serial killers. I guess we're done with the previous point. Yeah. I guess we are. <laughs> well, you know, I do you you brought this up to us, uh, Xandra, and you uh, reading your words here forbatim, it's the obsession with true crime, specifically murderers, and why do we choose to glorify killers like Ted Bundy, Richard Ramirez, and Jeffrey Dahmer? Is And that's like, is that basically the gist? And why do you think we do that? Well, not we. I don't. Because I believe they're like, you know. A royal we? A what? It's a royal we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A royal like, we, we? As in, as in we us. Fun fact, a royal wee-wee is As Prince Charles' penis. This. That's a royal wee-wee. little knowledge Gross. for you. 
<laughs> Gross. <laughs> Can we move on to whatever point we were trying to make? Yeah, so Royal Wee Wee. Is... Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I have seen this. I've seen true crime podcasts <laughs> where they really do obsess over, like, specific instances of, like, these killers. And, like, they really dive deep. And So when I wrote this, I wasn't even thinking about, like, true crime, true crime podcasts and shit. Um, I was also considering like the fan mail that these guys get when they're in prison. Like Charles Manson literally had dozens of women writing to him. Hold on. They got fan mail? They get mad bitches and I don't know why. <laughs> so is there like a, is there like a community? You do not look like Richard Ramirez. Sorry, I'm drinking a slushie. What? Is there like, <laughs> is there like a community where like these people go to like talk about these killers like is they this just find each other they find yeah, each other in okay. person they go to jail the like. no the fucking women that were sending like letters to charles manson they were not in jail they were just regular ass women you like, don't know what if that was the original like catfishing explain you know? like it was uh actually the other inmates that were just fucking with them I don't know they, how that would, would work in prison. Him. Why would other inmates fuck with him? What else are you gonna do? Yeah, anything else. He's like the he's the weird guy that started a cult. Might as well like brain <laughs> yeah. like get him back and make him think that people actually gave a shit. I mean, like most most people, I'd say most people in prison probably like work out or read. I don't know. I gained all my information on prisons from Shawshank <laughs> Redemption. So like, I don't know. <laughs> It's, it's pretty boring. Oh, the same shit you happened it, you with You heard Ted it here Bundy. from DJ. Well, if you've ever been in jail, and he wasn't you have that cute. no idea how to read. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course you're it's in jail. It's like you walk in. As soon as you get booked, you're like, oh, my God. What are all these markings on the walls? <laughs> <laughs> what are they? Oh, my God. What are they called? Look at all these hieroglyphics. If only we knew. Uniform in this day and age. <laughs> If only we knew what they meant. If only I knew what hieroglyphics were. (laughs) (laughs) No, so, like, yeah, but with Ted Bundy, he got fan mail because he was perceived as conventionally attractive when he got booked, right? Like, that was the thing. He was attractive. He's not that cute. I I know, but, like. He looks like you left him in the dryer a little too long. He looks a little crazy. He looks like Zac Efron. He doesn't look that much like Zac, Zac Efron. Efron. Okay. Also, Zac Time Efron's out. not on, that attractive on. either. That that's another thing that we that I, I kind of want to talk about is this whole like not only the glorification of the serial killers back then, but also this like resurgence that's happened in like the past like ten years, where it's just like how can we gl- like glamorize these serial killers? Oh, let's get someone who society has called hot for their entire career in Zac Efron, make him a serial killer because this one serial killer was supposed to be attractive, right? But now you have a whole bunch of, like, thirsty bitches, for lack of a better word. They're just like, oh, man, I wish he would come and stab me. Mm." You know, like, stupid shit like that. so many maidens. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah, he's, he's like, he's he's courting fair whores. I'm going to ask you a question. It's just like... I don't get it. I I really don't, especially with this like resurgence in true crime. Like I get get to ask a question. I I I watched uh what what's it called uh unsolved mysteries when I was growing up, you know, and like I loved that show. Yeah, but it didn't. 
it didn't ever do anything to glamorize the serial killers. Like it, it portrayed them as evil monsters, you know, killers. And it's just like, I don't know, man. It definitely seems like at this point, this whole country needs to be like kink shamed into oblivion. Well, in some cases, I wouldn't even consider... Th- Ask your question. <laughs> kink shamed into oblivion is great. No, I, I just want to like uh, follow up on uh, that Ted Bundy thing with the documentary. There was that Jeffrey Dahmer yes. uh, one that came out soon. Who was the main guy that played? Evan Peters. Evan Peters. And the reason I was going to ask, because I, I knew he was in a show that I think you might have watched. American Horror Story. Yeah. Did you watch that? Yes. Okay. So I Ev- kind of stopped watching it, though, but like Evan Pe- season 10 was lame. <laughs> Evan Peters Everyone had like did. a... Huh? Everyone stopped watching it. Ooh, that's a who got him. That's like ooh got him. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Um, no, but uh, Evan Peters had like a pretty huge following from that show, and obviously it brought over to the uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, little like docu series or show, whatever they wanted to call it. But you know, Jeffrey Dahmer got a lot of like that kind of like same love, you know, in that time. And then what is what are those two? There were two brothers. They I think they were twins, and they had the killed Mendes their brothers. Yeah, they killed their parents, and yeah, yeah, and like they that get was a big thing when I was a kid. Like I remember hearing about that, and my mom be like, "You better never, you better <laughs> never even think about doing something like that." And I was like, "Mom, what the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about like with you and your brother's name, but then I was like, "No, I shouldn't say his brother's name in this recording." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it was gonna no, be funny. <laughs> what I was gonna say though is like, um, the, looking at the flip side of this, because like, yeah, guy hot killed people, right? And that's kind of like what the Ted Bundy, Richard Ramirez, Jeffrey Dahmer, or less on Jeffrey Dahmer, but like more on Ted Bundy and Richard Ramirez, is that they were seen as like attractive-ish people, but. What about, and this isn't like a serial killer in any in any way, shape, or form. I don't think technically even a killer. But um, what's her name? Uh, Lorena Bobbitt and John Wayne Bobbitt. Do you guys know the story about this one? No. No. Okay, so John Wayne Bobbitt Wait. was a man, right, who wow. uh, Dude, that's crazy. in California <laughs> and um, somewhere. I, can't, I honestly don't remember too many of the details. Basically, the crux of the whole thing is John Wayne Bobbitt went and had an affair or was being perceived as having an affair by his wife. Uh, She uh, woke up in the middle of the night and chopped his penis off. And then while he was like, uh, like obviously in pain and bleeding out, she drove the she got in the car, drove down the highway and then threw his penis out the window into a field. (laughs) Then, paramedics found the penis and then promptly reattached it to John Wayne Bobbitt's body. Um, Fine, I'll be the one to ask, did it work? I'll be the one to ask, did it work afterwards? I want to know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to ask him. But um, (laughs) ask Mr. Bobbitt. (laughs) Mr. Bobbitt, did your penis work? After he got you, cut off. Excuse me, sir, but were you, were you ever able to make it bob it again? <laughs> <laughs> sir, were you ever... <laughs> sir, were you ever to achieve full, you know, 
after the accident. I don't like how <laughs> no, deeply you're looking into my <laughs> like, eyes. I, like, I need to know. Listen. Unbreaking eye contact. <laughs> I just want to feel it from here. The tension is palpable. Well, you're the only one in the head studio room right now. I know. So it's like I can't look at uh, old JP there on the holotron or whatever. Whatever the stupid bit is. Okay, but no. <laughs> his penis got chopped off and it got thrown out the yeah, window, but they put it back on so, and that's the best part. Yeah, okay, but, but what I'm saying is that like when that happened, she was being applauded by a lot of women because, oh man, if a man ever tried to, to cheat on me, I'd do the same thing. It's like, y'all are crazy, okay? Y'all <laughs> are insane. Like one, obviously don't cheat on your spouse, okay? Yeah. Like... Don't do it. But also, don't be fucking crazy and chop your partner's penis off or anything. How about we just don't physically harm people, you know? How about we don't do that? If you're ever thinking about physically harming somebody and they're your partner, don't. Okay? It's not worth it. Because guess what happened? I forgot that you guys didn't know the story because I don't actually know what ended up happening because of this. <laughs> but no, it couldn't have been good, you know? I, I We know the story, so she had to get caught, you know? Um, I'm sure she served time. Or maybe they considered having to take that penis time served. I don't know, you know? But... Yeah, but on, like, the tail end of that, there are some, like, yeah. killers that... They you, they kill for a sense of justice or like and they're demonized. Um, like uh, what's that name? Eileen Warnos. Eileen Warnos. Eileen Warnos. I don't know much about this. I don't know anything. I didn't Ooh, even know the okay. name. So she, as like teenager to young adult, she had to get by being a prostitute, and um, a lot of her clients decided to get a little too aggressive. And take more than they were paying for and what was being offered. So she started like killing what? them. I don't want to say it. We can put it in the show notes later. But, okay, so this person. Basically, uh, just, she was just being putting assaulted it in the show notes. instead of actually, like, doing what instead was of, being paid for, what was consented to. So instead of the work that was agreed upon, they were taking more yes. than what was agreed upon. And she retaliated by uh, killing these people, yeah. correct? And so how long did it take for, like, police to finally catch up and be like, yo? I think she only has a body count of anywhere from, like, three to seven. Three to seven. It's not very She's high. She's got to get those numbers up. And so, She's got to get those numbers up. Well, she was arrested, so. <laughs> and so how. And is now dead, I think. How, um, yeah, but was, she, was that, like, a world, a widespread of demonization? towards her and her actions? Like, was everyone in kind of an agreement like, oh, you are in the wrong. You did the bad thing. It's, oh, you shouldn't yeah, kill yeah, people. Yeah. So, like, they were against her from the beginning just because she's a sex worker. Like, this mm -hmm. was not recent. This was, like, how long ago? I don't even fucking remember. Maybe 20 years? I, I want to say this was in, I want to say this was in the 80s. 80s? Shit. 40. 40 years. 80s. I wasn't thinking it was in the 80s, though, but whatever. Ooh, Let me look it up real quick. Yeah, but, like... But anyway, even, like, until the past, like, five years, sex workers were really looked down upon. And um, Well, I mean, statistically, they are shorter. 
Maybe. I disagree because a lot of sex workers are also men and like trans but what, women. But, but what if they are? But what if they wear like? Well, are they wearing heels? Like Probably. We got, like we, yeah, because then okay, but if we take the heels out of the equation, oh my God. yeah. So if you keep doing this, I can't focus enough to look this up. Uh, but no. So uh, all jokes aside, this person was heavily demonized for their actions because eighty nine to ninety. Eighty nine to ninety. One year. Really? She had seven victims. So, so what you're saying is that we were both right. Yeah. We're both equally right. Let's just Why go ahead and put that put in the show notes, too. a picture of her in the show notes? <laughs> just so we know who we're talking about. I know Dakota's like the age of, like, stale bread, so it's like... <laughs> like, I'm four, so I don't know nothing. Yeah, basically. I don't even have object permanence yet, so... But that, coupled with her being a woman and also being a murderer killing these god-fearing men and mm. yeah, also like, kind of being from like a smaller town not like yeah, a small it was like town, truck drivers right not necessarily it was like truck, truck drivers, drivers that would come through like like the I stop I, I just remember more. really the only thing that i know of eileen warnos i saw i learned through the movie monster with yeah. uh, charlie's theron where they made charlie's theron like they make up her all up and made her look exactly like this woman and Man, I, I feel like the people on that set that did the makeup, they win an Oscar in my book because it was night and day from like anything that you know of Charlize Theron to like turning her into that. And then like her performance, it was really good. I definitely recommend the movie if anyone, if you guys haven't seen it, it's called Monster uh, with Charlize, starring Charlize Theron, you know? Yeah. Well, um, you know, and that kind of, that's a pretty like unique situation there because um you know she was definitely justified if you know she was obviously being assaulted and she had no other option but to you know protect herself and you know defend herself and but she was still heavenly demonized for it and so yeah like what what why are killers like ted bundy richard ramirez jeffrey dahmer they're kind of glorified but you know when Something like Aline uh, Womos. Uh, I said it wrong, didn't I? <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah, Warnos. Warnos? Hold on. Yeah. Aileen Warnos. There is no R. Yes, there is. Okay, I'm look, looking at look where at the you, picture. No, I'm looking at where it's spelled at down here, and it, there's no R. But Warnos. Yes, there is. W no, that's, U O R N O S. Oh, you you need to refresh that page, bro. Someone went in and did a uh, sneaky ninja edit. It's too Screw. far away from him Screw is you. what the problem yeah. is. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like women that step out of line as like is, you know, traditionally uh, like according to like gender roles and everything, whenever they're perceived to step out of line, they have to be made examples of in like modern society, which is dumb. Because it shouldn't be like that. She should be treated the exact same as all the other killers. I mean, yes, victim of abuse. Yes, uh, sexual trafficking, more than likely, yeah. But she still killed people. Like, it's that's the Brooklyn still, like, meme. her thing. Cool motive, know? still murder. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. It's like, yes, you were defending yourself. And if I were in her situation, probably would have done the same. But if I were in her situation, I would probably also have gone to jail, you know? Like, she's not special because of that, you know? And I feel for her because, obviously, she's a victim of abuse and all that stuff. But it's still, unfortunately, we we live 
in a society. We do. And you have you have to follow the rules, even if other people don't want to follow them, unfortunately. That's just kind of like the thing. So, yeah, I, I don't see why she is, or I see why she's treated differently. I don't agree with it. You know, I don't think that she should be treated differently because she's a woman and decided to like not even take revenge, but just like stand up for herself, you know, but, you know, that's just not the world we live in. Unfortunately, we live in this one. But, uh, Xander, you have a new that was about depressing. That? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so part of I know part of the obsession with these killers is wanting to understand them like what could make what drives someone to do these kinds of things and it is important to understand the psychological and sociological pressures that go into these terrible things happening however all all the people that defend their obsession by saying that are never interested in the psychology they are trying to smash and i don't i really want to know why do you think it's like just because it's so kind of like surface level, quote unquote, for why Warnos did what she did? Because it, it's kind of obvious, you know, this thing happened and she had to defend herself, and that maybe that's why no one's like really like kind of obsessed with her and her story. Is it's because it's kind of like cut I'm and dry what happened? Her. Yeah, but like what not on a. Not on a wide scale with a wide amount of people like Ted Bundy and well, Jeffrey Dahmer. Even just also, like, even it, though, Zan, sorry, Zan, you're also like you might be obsessed, but I feel like you're more obsessed with like the act and like the why and like the actual minutia behind all of this. You're not trying to minutia. smash. He did not just you throw minutia in this podcast. <laughs> we are not that type of place, brother. <laughs> oh, I mean, like you have to, you have to be able to break down the paragons of her reality, you know. Whatever, dude. We don't talk <laughs> like that. Sorry, Shut I just up, took a mean bro. rip of this here knowledge bong. <laughs> no, so no, like I get that and I accept that, but I think part of why I don't think Eileen Wernos is that well known as a killer because she doesn't have well, a big body count. She does have a count. movie. She. She does. It's not a movie that did very well. Like, if I were to go around and be like, hey, you do remember when Charlize Theron was a serial killer in a movie? And I'm pretty sure Charlize Theron won an Oscar for I'm that. I'm trying to eat movie. at Denny's. Please don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll say. Even if she won an award, like, it's not active in people's minds because not a lot of people watched it. Just because she got an Oscar doesn't mean people be watching. That's on the Academy for, like, deciding that this is the movie that oh. wins. You want to know who directed it? Who? Patty Jenkins. Oh, a name that means nothing. Yeah, Patty, <laughs> yeah Pat, Patty Jenkins is the woman that directed uh, Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984. I haven't the, seen either like, of those Like the movies. very first superhero movie ever directed by a woman. Oh. That's her. And she also did that movie Monster. But well, uh, yeah. just to be able to like, just to, to you know, talk about this for just a second longer. So Monster was made with a budget of $1.5 million, took in $64.2 million. Uh, Roger Ebert called uh, Theron playing it one of the greatest performances in the history of cinema. It was chosen by the AFI, that's the American Film Institute, as one of the top 10 films of 2003. Um, 
Sharon or a Sharon Charlie's <laughs> Theron won basically every award that she could possibly win uh from like the Academy Awards uh Golden Globes the SAG Awards Critics Choice Independent Spirit uh over and over and over so I mean like Maybe people don't know about it now, but I feel like that's just because people refuse to go back in time and, like, watch old things, you know? Uh, because I have noticed that a lot, that we have a lot of recency bias with, like, the movies that we deem as watchable or good or worth a shit. I'm sorry, you you're know? saying Lego, the Lego Movie 2 is not a good movie? I love that movie, actually. I haven't seen it. It's actually, I have yeah, a very, yeah, I have a very eclectic... Uh, Movie taste. I'm the movie guy, basically. But like, <laughs> dude, yeah, with, we fucking know. Like, I just bought yeah. so many <laughs> movies. Uh, also, I still have a trunk full of movies. So if anybody out there <laughs> is uh, listening and in the market for uh, DVDs, Blu-rays, and maybe a PS4 game that I forgot to sell, what is it? Hit me up. Uh, I honestly don't know. It might be Borderlands Three. It might not be. I'm not taking yeah. that though. I, but, I don't have uh, I don't have one no, or we, two. We, we we can definitely talk about that off uh, off show well, if you're interested in any of that. There is one. But, um, there is one person I want to bring up because this is very recent, and uh, a lot of like buzz has been around this person's death. Um, recently, Ted Kaczynski, uh, the Unabomber, uh, died in oh, prison. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was on Twitter, and I was kind of fascinated by the amount of people who were like, who basically said this same message that were like. Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, died, killed a few people. Not justifying what he did, but he was kind of right about a few things. And I'm like, that's like a huge amount of people on Twitter saying that. And it's kind of crazy to see yeah. like that kind of collective thing. I don't a, know. A lot. I don't know what Ted Kaczynski said. I don't know like so, any of his messaging or anything. I'm kind of a young person. So here's the thing. I also don't really know anything about the Unabomber because I didn't care. Um, JP? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you had more to say. No, I was... No, but... Uh, do you have... Do the you Unabomber... Know? Yeah, okay. So, Ted Kaczynski was a... Like, obviously, he's a dude in uh, America, a domestic terrorist, and uh, he was... It's weird because he was, like, a mathematician, too, so the whole thing that he did was uh, he wrote this uh, manifesto called Industrial Society and Its Future. It was like 35,000 words. It's gigantic. But it's like a huge social critique opposing like industrialization, rejecting like leftism, uh, like any type of uh, progressivism or anything like that. And he was always advocating for like a nature based form of like anarchy, you know, only the strong survive and stuff like that. You can tell the type of people that that would attract, and I can guarantee you, DJ, that that's the type of people that were, like, defending this uh, Ted Kaczynski, which is the exact same people that are the Hitler is right crowd, you know? Or Hitler was Hitler didn't do anything wrong type uh, people. Yikes. But basically, what happened with Kaczynski was, between the years of 1978 and 1995, he murdered three different people and then injured 23 others in a mall bombing. So uh, he started, he would do these like mall bombing type deals, right? And he would just go around bombing these malls and then like trying to advance like the destruction of modern technology and trying to uh, 
prevent the destruction of the natural environment. He he almost took like a like a Greenpeace uh like save the planet Your type audio of just went really weird. Oh, sorry. Uh basically, yeah, he, he was just trying to do all this stuff and a lot of people like kind of see his perspective, which uh even to this day, a lot of people will read his manifesto that are trying to reject like society and civilization and go like live in the mountains and stuff. And they'll take that stuff to heart. So I mean, like Ted Kaczynski, even though he's uh dead, is still like his manifesto is going to continue to like have those ideas live on. Yeah, and well, after that explanation, it's I don't know. It was it was weird because when he died, it was always fall. It was that was like the exact same sentence, and a lot of people would be like, "R.I.P. Uncle Ted," you know true one and like that was the thing on twitter because i'm like oh ted kaczynski who is this guy and it was like on my trending page and i looked and it was like a ton of those messages and then you would have like the handful that were like ted kaczynski the union bomber died today you know rest in piss all that you know stuff <laughs> and like it it's really interesting because that is one of those things where this person did a horrible act he killed several people injured many more and we're seeing it now currently that he was being glorified for his actions and his, specifically his ideology. And so, you know, that's kind of hand in hand in what we're talking about with these true crime, uh, with these killers and everything, but kind of wrapping up the final thoughts, like what do you guys think? Like, do you think most people who do this, they have this obsession with true crime in general, do, in overarching umbrella term, true crime, do you think they're just glorifying killers or do you believe there are they are the majority of them legitimately um, wanting to learn the psychology, the minutia of these crimes, of these events and what happened? Or are they just kind of like glorifying these criminals and being like, yo, he kind of hot. I want him. In terms of like making content about it, I'd say that's all glorification and also um, exploitation. For the purposes of money. But if we're just talking enjoyers, it's it's about half and half. Just to be clear, when you say making content, do you mean any content? Or is there like a specific content you have in mind? Because like some, there True is like... crime content. Like, so you wouldn't say like a, a, like a show where like they're talking about like the crime itself and going through the events like, you know, point by point, like a documentary style. Would you say that's in that same kind of like category as true crime? Um, that's a little too vague. Like where it's not really, it's from yeah, an objective. Do <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> ah, I, I'm hurt. No, like from an objective viewpoint, rather than like talking about the crime and like your opinion of it and your opinion of whether this person was justified or not. Um, it's like a documentary style where it's an objective viewpoint. It's like, here are the events. Here's what happened at 8.15. This person did su such and such. Would you say that's still under the umbrella of true crime and maybe that should not be promoted and that's still in glorification? In that case, I probably wouldn't say it's glorification, but I would probably still say it's exploitation. Exploitation. Okay. Wow. And so you don't really think true crime as a genre should really like... I think it could be better. It could be it could done... Be better. A lot better. But in its current state, maybe not not too good. Yeah. Not a very good. 
right. And what do you think, yeah, JP? So, yeah, let, let me... I'll, I'll keep it short and simple because I don't feel like I had a good contribution to the uh, first part of this uh, show where we were talking about enjoying BoJack Horseman but as I a red still flag. I'll say, I will say, true crime. If you enjoy true crime shows like the way that everyone listening to this knows somebody that enjoys true crime like that. Where it's just like, that's all you watch. There's your comfort shows. That's like all this. I'm not going to say that it's like a red flag to the point where like I won't have a conversation with you. But it is definitely like the first step on like big red flag. Because I feel like if you're obsessed with true crime shows at that point, you're just getting a blueprint. You know, like you're getting plans together for some shit. Oof. And yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's what I'm saying. Like people, they get these ideas and then they act them out because they're idiots. And yeah, that's how I feel about that. So, so you said you. So uh, going back to the red flags, um, could you like dive more into that? Because you had a lot of thoughts that I have a whole Google Doc, a whole Google Doc <laughs> that I wrote. Do you have it pulled up? Can I see this? I put it. I closed out of it, but I can pull it back up real quick. Cause did we do that thing again where uh, we don't let Zandra talk? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sure did. Good. Yeah. So, hey, Zan- so DJ, Zandra, hit can- the button. Good. Yeah. So can you hit the? Uh, so can you like go into it while I? Can you go into it while I read this real quick? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. And that is it for this episode. I'm just kidding though. Okay. So you, are you gonna read it or not? <laughs> no. So all right. Um. I had a lot is of this points. Really, like, is just, this really just, just a speed char- run through them? Is this really I, just a character no. assessment of Bojack? No, in a way? it's like a here's why you're wrong for thinking it's a red flag. I just had a specifically bunch of Bojack Horseman built though. out reason. Yes. Okay, so one of the ones I saw was that you know people are massively flawed. Yeah. And so that's not a red flag for liking a show about a character who is deeply flawed. It's not a red flag for relating to a character that's deeply flawed. Yeah. But would you say, like, in the show, Bojack is trying to improve himself? Do you think he makes, like, progress? And if not... Yes, throughout the whole show. Like, if you look at the show as a whole, yes. But would you say it's, like, active progress or is it passive progress? Depends on the season. Okay, because, like, you can really... I get, like, you know, like, Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake from the Uncharted series, he messes up a lot in in the games with, like, uh, specifically Elaine, and most of the points of the game, uh, the main, like, story story, like, what's underneath the surface is that Nathan Drake, no matter how much he fucks up, he always makes it right. He always, like, fixes it, because, like, that's what he does. And so I'm just wondering, like, does BoJack Horseman really um, try, like, to fix things that are wrong? or Later is he just in the like, show, Yes. Okay, so it's like, a, is this like a multi-season thing where he's like Yeah, trying? it's like six seasons long. Gosh, that's a lot. Um, I mean, it's not though. It's like, a, it's definitely like a look into a deeply wounded man who is literally incapable of functioning as a person who ends up becoming a functional person. Okay. All right. And so, like, hmm. what are some what are some other things you got there about the BoJack Horseman? 
Borjack, <laughs> Borjack the Horseman. <laughs> no, so we're obviously me and JP. Uh, I think I can speak for both of us when we say uh, we're not very well knowledged in the Bojack Horseman. That's why I had so many points. <laughs> okay, so like, but we're running out of time. Now nah, we got like we have ten, four minutes. Four minutes, maybe. Who knows? All right, continuing. But by all means, let's let's sit here and just wait until those four minutes are up. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Okay. So Xander, just run run through the run through them real quick. Like what 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 are like the highlights here? And if if we need to, we can always hit next week with some more. Oh, I don't remember what the highlights are. Awesome. Well, this w- has. Oh been my God! <laughs> no, um, man, you know it's um. Okay, so like he's never viewed as someone to, like, as someone to aspire to be. Okay. Or someone to admire. Like you were always reminded of his shitty actions, and therefore the consequences to his shitty actions. But is he viewed as someone to like be opposed to? Is he viewed as someone like, hey, you should not like this person. This person is horrible, and you should not aspire to be this person. Is it explicit in the show, or is it supposed to be you can empathize with him? Maybe you can be. You might want to like be like him. Maybe is it kind of like nonchalant about that, or is it like explicit? Like this character is a bad character or a bad person. When you say like this character is not something that should be like idolized. Did you not hear the second part of what I said? Uh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> you're always reminded of his shitty actions. Okay, and therefore the bad consequences to his shitty actions because the consequences are always. Terrible. Okay, but then you can. Is the show? Does the show want you to empathize with him? In that, oh, he's a he's a mess up. He's I mean, a, in he, a way, but not like, oh, he's just a goofy mess up guy. And like a he sucks, but like it be like that sometimes. Okay, so that and when he messes up and these consequences happen, it doesn't really glorify him. It I, doesn't make him appealing. No. Okay. And so you're saying like if someone's enjoying that show, it's enjoying. The show, uh, not empathizing, but relating to someone who's like kind of a mess up, kind of a screw up. And that's not necessarily a red flag to kind of like enjoy a show about and be like, hey, you know what? I relate to that character because I'm a screw up and he's a screw up. Yes. And that's that's fine. Wouldn't it in itself that be a red flag under seeing yourself as a screw up, low no, confidence? People are flawed. That's no, not a lack of confidence. That's accepting reality. Is a screw is being a screw up the same as being flawed? Yes, because like, why are you a screw up? Do you know to like not do these things? Because people can be flawed, but people can like not be screw ups. They can be flawed in like different areas where it's like, hey, you know what? I chew with my mouth open while I eat, but you know what? I have a pretty like stable yeah, I- life stable job well it's like if i'm a screw up it's like i am not getting anything right and so i think there's a different i way i see it you can be flawed and be a screw up or you can be flawed and not be a screw up they're not yeah, yeah. they're not mutually, mutually exclusive. exclusive i feel like everyone is flawed but a very special flaw is being a screw up every like, I feel like that's probably a better way of like looking at it is that every person is flawed in one way, shape, or form. Every screw but up it's like is how flawed. you process how you process those flaws can turn you into a screw up. Yeah. Every screw you up know? is a flaw is flawed. 
but not every flawed person is a screw up. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and so would you say like that's the equivalent? <laughs> How many times do we have to say this? We're just but saying what we're trying to say is that again. every screw up is a flaw, but not every flaw. Wait, what? Jesus I think, I think, I think we lost the plot. <laughs> yeah. Moving we, on. We lost Moving on. The point. Anyway, so Bojack Horseman. Yes. The show can. What is it? It's a show. <laughs> and the show can. It can. <laughs> Have we been talking about this? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> the show can help you identify your own like toxicity or your own flaws. So seeing Bojack's negative self-image affect um, a new relationship with a person named Hollyhock, who's a long-lost relative that comes up later in the show, um, made me realize my own cycles of negative self-image and how that pushes away the people I care about. Help me come to terms with it. Because I was like, oh, fuck, I kind of do that. Okay. And I, I can see that. Uh, um, but I want to know, like, how that... How can I put it? How is, like... There are a lot of shows that do that. A lot of shows that are like, hey, you know... Not the way that Bojack Horseman not, does it. Okay. So how would you because, say that's different? So in the scenes that it is, it is like you are in Bojack's head and you are seeing how he sees himself visually because it's animated. You can do that with animation. You can't really do that not in animation. And I haven't seen that in animation before. Mm -hmm. And it's like everything... like. There's the regular animation style of the show, and then it turns into all of these like really rough, angry scribbles. Like that's what most of like the world that he's perceiving turns into. Mm -hmm. As you're in his head, and he's like, "You're a stupid piece of shit. How are you so worthless?" Like stuff like that. As he's just like going about his day. So not only is it like on the surface, it's also through like the effects of animation and the style. Yes. And all of that. Okay. All right, so you're, so that was, um, you know, it helps you realize your own mistakes, your own um, shortcomings, and I, I'm still kind of curious as to how that would be conceived as a red flag other than over other shows that do the same thing that also can, like, show people their shortcomings and, you know, all of that. I, 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 I don't know. Like, I don't know the show as much as, like, you do, so I don't know why people would perceive, like, that point as a red flag and be like, uh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't deal either. with you. That's why I'm saying. Okay. It's stupid if you think the show is a red flag. All it, right. Just, like, on a surface level. What do you think, JP? You, you've been sitting Man, there Man, I think quiet. you guys are right, to be completely honest. I agree with everything that y'all have said so far. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I love that you're getting equal credit this for this. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I have literally nothing to contribute because, like, I, 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 like I said, I haven't seen BoJack Horseman other than a couple of like little, little clips of it here and there. Uh, it seems deep. It seems like it, it talks to some like real issues like depression and anxiety, uh, and alcoholism and drug addiction. Alcoholism, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, but living drugs? the party life. All of uh, them. Yeah. All of the drugs. Advil. Are we yeah. talking about Advil? It's a, it's a commentary on celebrity, you know, celebrity worship and burnout <laughs> and stuff like that. But insulin? She's insulin. Insulin. Get the fuck out. I had a friend. No, I had a friend who had a joke. He had like, um, he, uh, it was a friend of a friend and he would always post about his insulin addiction. 
and he'd be like, "R.I.P. Need some help." God, I'm shooting he just up shows again. A whole bunch of just like needles on the ground. No, he would just <laughs> actually like take his insulin because he needed it because he was like diabetic or something. But he would just like make the joke that he or was something. like, "Yeah, whatever. I don't know what you need he's insulin di- for." He's diabetic or had chlamydia or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's diabetic or lost an arm, whatever. But he needed like insulin, so when he would take his shot, it, it just, could be both. <laughs> when he would take his shot, he would just like his friend would take a photo of him, and be like, "Man, shooting up again. He really needs some help." relapsing all over again but so like in terms of it's so funny has fuck <laughs> <laughs> i laughed so hard <laughs> <laughs> my tummy hurts from laughing all right so what's your what's your next point here with the bojack horseman so nay. does he nay does he nay at all come on tell me sometimes he yeah but only in very specific occasions very uh special intimate occasions do you nay, JP? How do you nay? I don't. <laughs> sure? Promise? I don't. Okay. You yeah. don't want to nay on, on live recording? Come on. No. Okay. Anyway. I feel like he's got his button on the record function <laughs> on the board just waiting for me to do it. Can you do that while we're recording? Yeah, but it doesn't do anything. Oh. It's just like a timer. So, okay. uh, but anyway, this next point, Bojack the Horseman, Horse of Mans. It's one of the best pieces of media that correctly showcases a variety of mental illness in a sympathetic, compassionate light without praising characters for their shitty actions. Okay, I want you to expand on that. I will. So, one of the characters, can you not? No, I was just like, <laughs> thank you. Oh. <laughs> one of the characters, Diane dealing with her own experiences of depression, starts to weigh on her relationship with Guy because she isn't really dealing with it um, until she opens up to him and he pushes her to seek help while communicating that not doing so would have more negative consequences for their relationship. So, like, she is ha- struggling to write a, like, book that she's been trying to write for years and she just keeps thinking about, like, all of her trauma, and then she's, like, gaslighting herself, like, is it really even trauma, or am I just making a big deal out of nothing? And, like, if you're asking yourself that, it's trauma. Um, lost my train of thought. But this character is wanting to write a book, and she's asking whether her trauma is, like, some, you know, yeah. actually, yeah. And she keeps spiraling and spiraling until she's, like, literally just writing, like, entire word docs of, like, just, like, the same words, like, Loser, 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 or whatever. Just, like, this awful cycle, and, like, she's staying up all night and up all day, like, writing, and then, like, you see when her boyfriend gets home on one of the occasions, she's, like, it's nighttime already, and she has, like, nothing actually written. She's just been spiraling all day, and then he's finally, like, you need to, like, get help. Like, you should consider taking medication and she's like I don't want to take medication because last time I took it I gained a bunch of weight and I was um super lethargic all the time and he's just like but is that worse than now and it's heavily implied that if she does if she were if she had not decided to get help that they probably would have broken up Mm -hmm. 
So. And what makes like that depiction and the other depictions of mental illness in the show kind of like different than other shows that depict mental illness and all that? Like what makes it, what makes BoJack Horseman very unique in its approach? A lot of shows depiction of depression will just be someone lounging around, particularly women dealing with depression. It'll be a woman lounging around in like lingerie eating like ice cream and smoking cigarettes or something and like depression can <laughs> look like that time out wait time what out. No. that's like no. that's like my that's thursday out. night no exactly <laughs> like it's women not... lounging around in lingerie oh no, i didn't hear the okay, lingerie I'm, part maybe like maybe just like a t-shirt you know like an oversized t-shirt but... have you seen the queen's gambit sweats no i don't know what that is it's a ship Oh, it is. No, it's I haven't show. seen it. I've it's never actually ridden a ship before. I've gotten, it's a gotten show, a boat. It's that chess show on Netflix. Oh, the one with that girl that looks really pointy? <laughs> I think she looks a bit like a bunny rabbit, but sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her her face comes to like a point. Kind of yeah. kind of like a bunny rabbit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is she aggressively yeah. eyes? She Oh, isn't isn't she Princess Peach? I don't know. I didn't get is to that watch uh, the Anya movie. Anya Taylor yeah. Joy? Oh yeah, yeah, she's yeah, yeah, aggressively yeah. She, she's eyes Princess to me. Peach. Cause she's got like really aggressive. That's eyes. why I think she looks like a bunny rabbit. No bunny rabbits don't have aggressive eyes. They have really big eyes, but they're not aggressive. Whatever. She she reminds me of that girl, uh, the one comedian from Garfunkel <laughs> and Oates. What have you said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, okay. So Queen's Gambit, and but anyway, so yeah, the the poster child for depression is like I I think of Adam Scott in uh, Parks and Rec when he does like the little claymation thing and he spends like three weeks doing it and it was like literally two and a half seconds and he comes up with like the low cal cal zone zone, you know, and has like that huge moment of just like big depression after he like quits his job, and yeah, it's like that that just that lethargic just not doing anything, just lazing around and stuff like that. And that's not entirely accurate, uh, not an entirely accurate representation of depression either. Yeah. But it's like, if they're having a hard time, it's like they're in t-shirt and sweats and like eating Cheetos or something. They're not having, they're not facing actual consequences for like not participating in their life, Mm -hmm. which isn't how depression is. Anyone that actually has dealt with depression is like, Everything sucks, and it sucks worse because I can't do the things that I need to do, and that just makes everything worse. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's just bobbing his head back and forth. Like fucking, uh, what's his face from Family Guy? Quagmire? Yeah, Quagmire. (laughs) I was like, I'm doing the alright. No, so... Um, what are some other points? The Bojack of the Horseman. I mean, and and you would say, like, what specifically, what type of, I don't want to, like, ask this question, but what type of people were saying Bojack Horseman was, like, a red flag? Just, like, some women trying to date was in the just, dating scene. Was it just, like... Boo, gen- those women. Boo. Was it just, like, generic... Was there, like, a generic women? Did they just have, a, like, a specific <laughs> archetype that they had? Like I'm trying to figure Were out, like specifically, like uh, archi- like they a specific archetype. Women. Okay, because like I want to know ladies. if this, I want to know if like there are like you know like. Why have I been signed out, you bitch? Oh, I don't know. I don't like the offensive though. Um, no, 
I don't know. Bojack Horseman as a red flag is, um, I don't know. I've never seen it. I but I've seen like pictures of it. You know, <laughs> like I've seen like uh, screenshots seen of it. <laughs> I've seen I've seen pictures of horses. <laughs> and so I, you basically already know everything that you need to know. Yeah, like I wouldn't. I don't know. You I did your think, homework. I highly yeah. recommend watching it. I don't know. I just never the watched. first three episodes, you're a little like. But after that, you're like, oh, shit, this is really fucking good. I don't know. I don't really particularly like shows that, like, really dive that deep into mental illness. I, but I, it doesn't do that specifically. It is a comedy. <laughs> yeah, but I try to, like, I want more fantastical shows that escape, like, reality all in general. I like okay. shows with, like, just nothing. I want to be able to sit and turn off my brain and be like... um, Hey, I'm watching a thing, and I'm not gonna pay attention to anything for the next like thirty to an hour, and I'm just like, I'll say like an example: Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Where it's like it doesn't deal with any huge issues or like socio political economic issues, but it's just like I'll sit down and kill ninety minutes and let my brain turn off for a little bit before I have to go back into the real world. And that's kind of like how I want to consume my media. I don't know. That's kind of sad. I don't know. It's not sad. Um, I just, I'll zone out in the middle of the fucking day and daydream. So that's my escape from reality. So when I watch things, I want to actually like take it in and feel it. What? I'll just, I'll just imagine you'll sit in there like the generic, like uh, Patrick, like Patrick from SpongeBob, like just how he just sits and goes and he's like, uh, and it's like, that's how I imagine when I go into like my own head, I'm just like sitting there going, <laughs> and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like cre- crafting fantastical stories. I don't know. JP, what do you look for in media? Like, are you looking for an escape? Are you looking for like an analysis of something? Escape. Escape. I'll cut you off right there. I'm looking for an escape. <laughs> I, 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 we, we live life and we, we in this and it, it it's hard sometimes. And sometimes you just want to get away from it. That's why I have been a big fan of like the MCU, even like the shitty parts of it. I've been a big fan of like uh, these big multiverse type deal things. I'm a big sci-fi guy. Just something fantastical. Like my favorite type of like films and media and stuff like that has to do with like being outside of normal human convention. And if you can hit me with that and make it make sense at least a little bit, then I'm uh, you got my eyes. You know, like that, that's, that's to me what, uh, what I get out of media is just like an escape from the mundane and escape from, from this normal reality where, you know, you got people with their foot on your throat and you're just like gasping for air, you know? Yeah. yeah. I not, need something not to, to chill like on. bring it down, but Gum. yeah, I need something to like take my no mind off. Media wise, <laughs> entertainment wise. That's why I like Riverdale so much because it's fucking insane. What? Bullshit. I, th- I thought you said you didn't like Riverdale. Nothing I, about- I love Riverdale because it is crazy, not because it's good. I will uh. never say Riverdale is good. Okay. I, I just wanted, you said that, and it's taken all the wind out of my sails. So, <laughs> uh, do you have anything more on the Bojack of the Horseman? I do, but like, I think it might be getting a little too deep. It's a little like, too much. Would you want to save it till the next episode? No, it's like I think it's reaching a point where it would be better if you guys had seen the show because otherwise it's just like I'm just giving more oh, points that you so, guys can't really talk on. 
so I have an idea. Uh, DJ, you and me are going to watch all of BoJack Horseman before we record next week. That's not what? possible. That's don't do. No, I got work, bro. What no, 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 no. Just pull it up on pull it up on YouTube and then put it on like five times. I fucking You'll watch sl- it in like twenty five minutes. Yeah, can I like watch a synopsis on the YouTube? You can. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Let's just do that. There's a YouTube channel called Shafrilla's Productions, and they did some pretty good overviews. Although that's also like still a few hours of content. It's less than the show. It's less than the show. All right. How about you put a link for us? Give us a link. We'll check it out. And we can come back next week or uh, in the future, and we can come back to this topic. Yeah, we can put it okay. in the show notes, and people can watch the video uh, with from us. now until next week. And uh, once next week rolls around, we'll all talk about it, you know? And hopefully we get some feedback from uh, from all the millions of listeners. Yeah. But, you know, as always, it is time to say It goodbye. is time. Man, it's been fun. It's been a great week, and we hope to see you guys, or I hope I hope to see you two again uh, next week, so that way we can keep on with these amazing uh, talks, these amazing adventures, and that way we can keep in touch. You yeah. Know? And if you go dark sure on that, us, I'm going to be pissed. If you're out there, if you're out there, uh, just, uh, you know, peace, love, and happiness. All right. PGTV signing off. See you next time.